You are listening to the Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser podcast, where we have blunt, honest, transparent conversations. Today is episode number 15, where we are going to be talking about the millennial generation. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion really is helping others and sharing my knowledge, so I decided to make this podcast to help you throughout your career. The listeners of this podcast can now access a free Facebook community created for us to come together and support each other on our career journeys. Simply head over to Facebook and enter the name of this podcast, Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser, and click join. Or you can also click the episode description, and there's a direct link in there as well. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Let's dive in. Today, I want to talk to you about the millennial generation. I am a millennial. And I'm going to provide some information on what millennials like. And specifically, we're going to talk about millennials as far as what we are looking for when it comes to brands and companies and what we more specifically are looking for when it comes to our career and the work that we do. I think it's really interesting because millennials seem to be a big mystery which makes me kind of laugh a little. Because if you think about it, every time I go to LinkedIn, I I guarantee you every time I go to LinkedIn, at least once a day, there is a millennial uh, article being published. Someone is disclosing the secrets of the millennial generation. And I think this is funny because I don't think we're a really secretive generation as a millennial. And maybe this is a millennial thing to say, I have no idea. But I think from my perspective anyways, millennials, we've grown up with publishing our life online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, you know, like we blog, we podcast. So it feels like as a millennial, there's not a lot of things to be secretive about and like why people feel the need they need to crack the code, so to speak, of the millennial generation. But Anyway, that's just my perspective. I don't necessarily get it. (laughs) Why we're all confusing to Gen X and the baby boomer generation. But anyway, let's get into this. So let's first start off with what is a millennial? Millennials are the generation born between 1980 and 2000. Some of the white papers out there will say up to 2005, but majority is 1980 to 2000. And it is the largest generation yet. We are always connected. We constantly have a phone, a computer, a tablet, a laptop, like there's something. We're connected constantly and we are definitely a more entrepreneurial-minded generation. We tend to be more positive and optimistic and we spend, this is an interesting um, stat that I found, we spend one full day per week online and it's mostly mobile, which doesn't surprise me the mostly mobile piece, but the one full day per week online does surprise me. Our top social media sites are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter in that order, at least for now. And from like a more, you know, broad perspective, we're harder to reach with ads. So we watch TV on our own time and it's usually recorded. So we're skipping through those ads. And most of the companies have started to target the millennial generation specifically on social media and then content related advertising. So let's get into this here. What do us millennials look at when it comes to brands and companies? 
the millennial generation values reliability. We are loyal to our childhood brands. When this one was interesting because until I was doing my research, I didn't really think about it. If you think about some of the brands that you grew up with, you know, so for example, my dad was always a Chevy guy. You know, we had Chevy trucks. And so that is a brand that resonates with me. And it's from my childhood. You know, same with some simple brands like Nike. You know, as a kid, I had Nike tennis shoes or maybe you had Adidas tennis shoes or whatever. You cling on to those childhood brands. So I thought that was really neat when I was doing my research here. And there's a few things that are purchasing factors or things that we take into consideration when making buying decisions. So this is, again, that historical relationship to the brand. We also have a preference towards organic and natural products. And then 78% of millennials follow four or fewer brands on social. I thought that was really interesting because, again, I didn't really think about it because, you know, on Facebook, we like all of these different pages and we get all this different information, but for the most part, majority of us aren't following a ton of different companies and brands out there. We definitely will try new products and brands based on recommendations from our friends. And that is 100% true to me. Like if there's someone that I trust and that I like, and this is even mentors. Like there are a few online mentors that I have, you know, mentors from afar as I like to call it, um, that I trust them. Everything that they've told me and they've recommended is solid. So if I get a recommendation from them, I will definitely try a new product or brand based on that recommendation. Same with my friends. If my friends say, oh my gosh, Stephanie, I just tried this, you know, fill in the blank product. You need to check it out. Done. You know, I go to Amazon. Two days later, it shows up at my house. 80, this is another interesting stat, 85% of millennials feel positive about advertising. This is interesting because while we don't watch commercials on TV, we do see advertising on like social and other platforms, content advertising and that sort of thing as a positive thing. But the ads need to be entertaining, credible, transparent, and straightforward. You know, we don't want the, sh- you know, the shady shit that's out there. So we're welcoming to ads, but It's got to entertain, it's got to be credible, has to be transparent and straightforward. And a huge thing with us when it comes to products and brands is high quality matters. We want to have products that we can recommend. So that's what millennials look for when it comes to brands and companies. Let's dive in and probably the most relevant is workplace related. And the reason I wanted to cover what we look at when it comes to brands and companies It's because those are the same things that we're looking at when we're evaluating a company we want to work for. All right, let's talk about what millennials are looking for in the workplace. Millennials want a work-life balance, and this one is huge. So for example, I used to be a full-time permanent employee of a company. I was a salaried employee, and I loved my job. I loved recruiting. However, I made the decision to leave that organization and move into a consulting role where I still work full-time hours, but I'm an hourly employee. And the biggest reason behind that is because as a consultant, 40 hours is the most I can work. So it almost forced me to have that work-life balance. And honestly, without that, 
this podcast would have probably never got off the ground because I'm the type of person, if I have a ton of work to do, I'm going to work 50, 60, 70 hours a week to get it done. If I'm in a different type of role where I'm capped out at 40 hours, it really forces you to either take on a smaller workload or prioritize and come to terms with the fact that not everything is going to get done. And so I really do value that work-life balance and I can say it's honestly changed my life for the better. I have the time to exercise. I have the time to, you know, focus on health and nutrition and spend time with my dog and, you know, spend time with friends and family and I don't feel overwhelmed by adding in some of those basics into my schedule. Moving on. So additional things millennials are looking for in the workplace. We need clear guidelines and also frequent and immediate feedback. So often people will hold feedback until a performance review or their annual review or you know whatever your company calls it. But here's the thing. If you say, oh, hey, Steph, remember that situation six months ago? You know, here's your score based on that situation. And here's my feedback. I'm gonna be like, what? Because it's already passed. It's gone. I've forgotten about it. So millennials need frequent and immediate feedback. We're constantly looking to do better and get better. So we need that feedback and it also makes us more engaged. Additionally, millennials prefer team and group decisions. So, and we also don't do well with ambiguity and process that just takes forever. Like if I have to go through a slow process, it literally just drives me bananas. We place huge value on trust and transparency. So the more honest and open people are, that builds trust and credibility very fast with the millennial generation. We do like job rotation. So if you think about the typical corporate ladder, you know, you start off with an entry-level position and you climb the corporate ladder to VP or, you know, C-level executive, you know, 30, 40 years later. Millennials are not super jazzed about that concept. We like more of a corporate lattice situation. So if you think about the lattice that is under, uh, if you have like a deck or a porch, you may have, you know, a few feet of a lattice going from the top or the bottom of your porch or deck to the ground to kind of enclose that area. You know what I'm talking about? Lattice. It's um, essentially a crisscrossing pattern that overlaps if, if you're not sure or just Google it if you have no idea what I'm talking about. And so millennials like the ability to make lateral moves across different organizations or across different teams within an organization. Okay, so for example, I started out in HR as a recruiter, but now I really want to learn more about employee relations. So I want to try out, you know, different projects in that. Maybe I want to, you know, get more involved in social media marketing. So being able to kind of hop around but still advance our careers is really important to the millennial generation. We also really value job security and a financially stable company with good benefits. We want to have interesting and challenging work. We're looking for long-term careers with a custom career path, kind of going again back to that corporate lattice situation. And as far as retaining millennials, because especially on LinkedIn and some of other similar sites, those professional networking sites, retention seems to be huge with millennials. So having a relationship with our manager where there's communication and feedback is huge, as well as mentorship programs have proved over and over and over again that retaining millennials is so much easier when you have a mentorship program. We enjoy getting involved in workplace volunteer programs. Um, We look for personal job satisfaction. So here's an interesting one. Millennials value companies that put in equal time and funds into their people as well as their purpose, additionally to the products and profit. So 
companies who invest in the purpose of the organization and their people just as much as they invest in the products and the profit of the organization is huge. We want to feel valued in organizations and we would like to have a position that impacts society in a positive way. From a recruiting perspective, we very much... Uh, value positive candidate experience and this as a recruiter if you are a recruiter or a hiring manager this is huge I'm constantly encouraging my hiring managers to keep their interview process simple and streamlined to have the best candidate experience possible so just be mindful of that if you hire folks if you are hiring people look at your process and think about it from the candidate perspective again from a recruiting perspective millennials want an engaging job description so the typical old school lame job descriptions need to become a thing of the past if you're looking to attract the millennial generation We are also, when it comes to career and job hunting, looking at career-specific social accounts. So there are some companies that are out there that will be like ABC Co. Careers or ABC Inc. Careers. So they have a specific career page on their social media sites. They also have branded career blog sites. You know, those are the types of things that we look at when we're researching organizations we may want to interview for. Additionally, having companies that have a social presence is really important. And millennials really want to be treated like a person and not a number. We want to feel like we've made progress every single day within our jobs. We want to have that responsibility at work. And ideally, we're really looking for two to five employers throughout our entire career, which is interesting because millennials have a reputation for jumping around a lot within their careers. Now, I think that there's a little bit of truth that millennials do jump around, especially, I would say, within that first 10 years right out of college. But it's not ideal. We would rather have two to five employers for our entire career. But here's what I think is happening, and this is strictly my own speculation. I think that the demand for top quality candidates is so high that people are consistently being bombarded on platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter about new jobs. And if they're unhappy in their current position, they have so many other options and they're being pursued. And I say this because I've talked to so many candidates who are like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get like 10 messages a day or, you know, I get all these messages every week. You know, people are constantly trying to recruit me. So I know that that's happening out there. And I think that can play into part of that reputation that we're kind of job hopping around a little bit. Okay, moving on. So we also need to be able to trust the leaders that we work under. We really need proper staffing levels within our organizations to be the most efficient. We would prefer communication before implementation when it comes to new initiatives, new ideas, new projects, that sort of thing. Pay has to be fair. We also want to feel that we can express our thoughts openly without fear of getting in trouble. And typically, we're more influenced by our peers and not our managers. So that's what I have on the millennial generation. I did a ton of research to come up with, you know, these quick talking points regarding the millennial generation. And I think for the most part, this is really accurate. But I would love to see like if there are conflicts, especially in the workplace, you know, having some of the different generations get in a room and talk through it. And I've asked this to people who talk about, you know, the boomers versus the Xers versus the millennials. Like, I've asked, how come we can't just get in a room and talk about it? Like, why does it need to be this huge offline discussion? And some of the feedback I've got is that has been done, but both generations are too stubborn to see the other person's side. So if you're having some generational workplace conflict, I would encourage you, get an open mind, 
truly be open to seeing different perspectives, different sides. Get in a room and talk about it. That's what I got for you. That's it. Adios. I hope you found this information helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it. You can find more information in this episode show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And don't forget to join our Facebook group if you're interested in being part of a community that helps and supports one another on their career journeys. I have a favor to ask and I will be forever grateful if you could leave a review and rating for this podcast so other people can find us. Thank you so much and I hope you have a fantastic day.